Do you think you may have passed it on to people that in the Hello? Caribbean? Can you hear me? Hello? Can you hear me, Nick? Hello, Nick? Hello? Hi, can you hear me? Oh, you can't hear me. Hello? Hello, I'll have to get someone technical to look at this. Hello, Nick, can you hear me? I don't think she can hear me. No, don't know what's happening there. Sorry. Uh, we'll find out from uh, Nick what's going on. So, yeah, Nick's, she's from Worcester. She thinks she caught the bug a few days before Christmas while mingling with those Chinese passengers who landed at Gatwick Airport from Wuhan. That's where this pandemic started. Uh, and then spent the entire week of her holiday in the Caribbean in bed, well, apart from the first two days, with a fever, lack of taste and a smell and a all classic uh, symptoms of coronavirus. Poor thing. So that was December last year. She's still suffering now. Let's take another call while we try and uh, resurrect that line. So, oh, is she back? Is she? Sure. Hi, Nick. You there? Hi, sorry. Did I send you to sleep? No, no. I don't know what happened there. I could hear you. Everyone could hear you, but you couldn't hear me. Anyway, no, it's I resolved. I was probably rambling in anger no, no, or something. No, no, no. You were, you were basically saying that they told you in the Caribbean that it was swine flu. Swine flu. flu. Yeah, they tried to force me to drink rum, which is what Caribbean people do, which is lovely. But okay. It's the only thing that they think they could do. But when I got back to the UK, um, I had a couple of days where I started to feel a little bit better. I think more due to the relief of getting home. Yeah. Um, and then I made the big mistake of having a bit of a party and having a few friends around because obviously I'd missed Christmas in the UK. Yeah. And all those friends got very ill and the guy who fixed the boiler got very ill and the man that was repairing something on the floor got very ill and i thought that was very strange because it wasn't just ill some of them well one of them was in their 50s um was in hospital ill um at the time of course we didn't know anything about it so this would have been in what january Mm, this was january the second that i touched um down into london gatwick did you know in January about the pandemic, or at least about this virus? Well, no, of course not. Nobody not knew until the middle of, well, no, early March, I think it was, yeah. But well, I think they were talking about Wuhan, weren't they, in January? There was, uh, but, but then we started talking about it February. Yeah, it might have been on the news when I was away, but right. certainly, you know, in St. Lucian, certainly at London Gatwick, no. I mean, it, even when I got back, I don't think I knew about it until maybe mid-January, because I remember... The 28th, my GP did loads of blood tests because my symptoms got much, much worse. I couldn't walk. My joints were all swollen up. I had a full body rash. I was throwing huge temperatures and sweating the whole time. And they did blood tests for Zika, MERS, SARS, um, malaria, everything they tested me for. Uh -huh. um, they just didn't know what was wrong. Wow. So, so I think what you're doing, I know it's hell for you, and I know... You know, it's it's rotten, and I wouldn't wish it on anyone. But I think what you're doing is a really important thing, publicising it, talking about it. I went through a lot of emotional strife oh, before God. I decided to do it. I think you're absolutely brave as hell to do this because I couldn't think of anything as as I mean, I suffered from something for about six months once, but that was about it. I I you know, so um, and it, when you suffer from something for a long time, do you? The thing that certainly that I wanted more than anything, and I'm sure you do, is just to be given some sort of light at the end of the tunnel. Have you yeah. been given that? No, no. That is, that, you're absolutely right, and you're spot on. The problem, well, there's multiple problems. The biggest problem originally was not being believed because yes. 
as soon as I saw the symptoms coming out of Wuhan and the complex symptoms I'd had, yes. I went straight to my GP and said, test me, I think I've got it. And of mm. course, everyone laughed at you. Really? My own father said I'd got internetitis and put the phone down on me. What? Um, you know, I only had two living relatives, my father and my brother, neither of which you know, took me seriously at all. It just left, abandoned me. All my friends had gone because they were ill, and then they realised they got ill from me, which they weren't particularly happy about. Gosh. So I was living on my own for nine months um, with no idea of an end so date, have you, have no you, known cure, have you, have you got antibodies, do you know? Uh, yes, yes, I was tested for antibodies in February. Um, I and I came up with what's called an N-spike paraprotein, which is a cancerous marker which right. was incredibly scary. So I went into lockdown um, with what's called MGUS, which is a myeloma-related blood cancer. Um, but it was never investigated, and it still hasn't been investigated because it will never be as dangerous to me as long COVID. Long right. COVID has already hurt my organs. Oxford University scanned and found mitral heart valve damage and damage to my liver with a tumour on my liver. And none of those have been investigated because there is nothing that can be done. Mm. How are you feeling today? Relieved. Relieved. Because of what you said, you, you, you really made me feel a bit stronger. Well, I think you want you. I think you should feel strong, and you should be really proud of what you've done. Because that takes guts to to go public with something like this and say, "I, I am." It is sort of, as you say, it, it would always be pleasant if it wasn't so disgusting. Is is I'm the record holder. You know, it's it's me, and yeah. I can attest to the fact. So, listen, you keep you keep publicising it. You keep telling people that this this can happen. You're over fifty, please, so don't anybody believe anybody all the anybody government. Anybody that's listening, bump. you think they might have it? Go to the support groups because they are so strong. Are they? they will help you so much. Yeah, brilliant. All right. Well, thank you for coming on, Nick. Good luck. And thank uh, you, thank we're you. always here if you want to have a chat and vent. I think is the phrase. Oh three four five six oh six oh nine seven three. Oh, poor thing. Here's Susie, who's a new caller from Lincoln. What's made you call, Susie? We love the fact that you have. <laughs> to be honest, I was phoning up about the non-essential goods in the shop. Oh yes. But I just want to oh, thanks Nick for phoning in. Yeah. That was really great. I know she's done like, so well. I yeah. can't imagine just thinking when's this going to end? When's this going to end? You know, it's, it's a sort of glandular fever esque, isn't it? Yeah, mm, must be terrifying. Yeah. Okay. I'm not to get treatment. I know, I know. I think, yeah. So different though. Viruses are so you can't just. Yeah. It's not like bacteria. They just because no. we don't have any. We don't have something for them. Anyway, talk about non-essential items. Oh, 